co-host tonight. Hey, what's up, everybody? It's your friend, C.L. King. And let's bring that music up so you can hear it. What's up, everybody? It is Impact, Impact Motivator joining you live from the High Definition Studios here in Impactville. This is one of the most exciting experiences in the world. Why? Because we present to you every Monday, Tuesday, and Thursday a cathedral of resources. That's right, ladies and gentlemen. It is literally, and I I have the Pope of the cathedral with me tonight, the great, <laughs> the great Danny Brunson. And you know, what we are able to accomplish tonight is going to probably help illuminate our discussion. Because Danny is in, a, you know, he's three or four hours away from me. I've had guests as far away as Australia on this show. And we've been able to seamlessly bring to you content that you can begin using as soon as the show is over. And how is that possible? Well, you know, the information and digital age has given us this capacity to be able to do things remotely. Remote control cars was just was just the shadow of what was coming, Danny, right? That's right. That's yeah, right. yeah, yeah. You know, to be able to do it without actually putting your fingers on it. That's right. And so we've gone through a large shift, if you will, due to the pandemic. We were we weren't just experimenting with it. We were forced to change our ways. And so tonight, I brought I listen, I didn't give Danny a lot of time. Which sometimes I like to do that just to just just to yeah. spice things up. Uh, yeah. I said, Danny, I want you to join with me and let's talk about, you know, because everybody talks about the new normal and the new way forward. I said, Danny, yeah. let's talk about if we if we really think remote work is going to be, it's going to stay. It's gonna it's gonna withstand the okay post COVID era, yeah. right? And that's what I want to challenge you tonight. So you could you're more than welcome to comment in the comment section tonight about what you feel about working remotely is it is it really here to stay is it valuable is it non-value added are people scamming the system has efficiency dropped off all of those questions we'll probably get to in this rapid 30 minutes welcome to the studio with me my friend the doctor the man the myth and the legend danny brunson welcome danny How's it going, CL? Man, How's it's it going, going, it's going great, brother. And I, am, I am just so delighted that I was able to twist your arm and yeah. uh, get you on the show, bro. That's right. At the last minute. At the very right last then, minute, brother. At the last minute, I said, "Well, okay, let's do it." <laughs> you know, listen, I'm an artsy. I'm, I fall in the artsy category, right? Uh, yes. So, <laughs> so, yes. So preparation in some areas is a struggle for me. But man, mm. but give me give me the spur of the moment. Yeah. Doc, you I'm, thrive. I'm, you I'm thrive, right there. Baby. I'm right in the middle of it, baby. Hey, yeah, let's see. <laughs> I, I, I don't know how I'll compare to Mike. I won't live up to his legend, <laughs> his legendary uh, abilities, but yeah. I'll give it the college try, man. There we go, <laughs> man. And so here we are. Thank you, ladies and gentlemen, for tuning in to Impact Life 24-7 with your host, CL King. And the VP is there from 500 yards away. Um and so let's get right to it, Danny, because time will okay. slip away and you got stuff to do. Exactly. Um, how do you feel, you know, just just from your perspective, yes. that COVID um, illuminated 
maybe this area that we were not taking full advantage of relative mm. to working from home? Well, you know me, uh, I, I think that we were on the way anyway. Mm-hmm. I think that we, uh, you know, our technology was pulling us towards this virtual world, uh, an increased uh, level of virtualization, you know, and I think that COVID just expedited it. You know, mm-hmm. it gave us a reason to push this thing forward faster. So COVID was that that point where uh, necessity became the mother of invention. Right. And it, and it, and it pulled us along, which, you know, that's, you know, sometimes it, sometimes bad things, you know, can manifest into something positive. And I do think that this move towards uh, more, uh, virtualization, more remote work, it can be seen as a positive thing. Although there are risks involved too, but I think that there are things that we can mitigate and overcome. Yeah, I, I agree with that. And thank you, yeah. ladies and gentlemen, for tuning in Impact Life 24-7. I'm joined with my technical advisor. And technical doesn't necessarily always mean electronics. It just means anything that I don't understand. I asked, <laughs> I asked Danny. And so um, yeah. when, when I when I looked at some some information here, Danny, uh, mm-hmm. and I know I know you like uh, to know the whys in everything. One of exactly. the one of the things that I what I saw in an article uh, at ncci.com, it says, how has remote work changed during the pandemic? And mm-hmm. so it said in May 2020, 48.7 million people, about 35% of the employed workforce reported that they mm-hmm. had worked from home in the prior four weeks because of COVID-19. Mm-hmm. And so that is up because before then, the workforce had only had four to 6% of those full-time remote workers. Mm-hmm. But by 2020, the pandemic increased, uh, uh, created a situation where almost everything in the economy possible to do remotely became remote work essential overnight. Overnight, yes. Overnight, bro. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it, in those situations where, for, for whatever reason, budgetary reasons, political reasons, we were dragging our feet to to invest in infrastructure the way that other countries are were investing in infrastructure. Right. That became a thing of the past once COVID hit, because we were forced at that point to invest in infrastructure. Right. Which is a good, which, you know, may be one of our saving graces because we are making those investments in infrastructure. Now, let me, let me tell you this, because we talk about mm-hmm. some of the benefits of remote work. And yes. and I like what you said in a response on our leadership institute. Yes, yes oh, ladies and gentlemen, okay. we have a CL King Leadership Institute. Yeah, um, yeah. And if you'd like to become a member, it only costs you three thousand a month. So just go ahead That's and it. reach out to Greg if you want to join. You know. But yeah. you said something that really, uh, really amazed me, and and I okay. never really thought about it. You said that the workers spend one to two hours getting to do that thing yes but it doesn't add any value those one to two hours correct whereas a person that's works remotely Mm -hmm. they push a button and begin to work immediately now instantly instantly now here's what some would say well i'm not i'm not that's not my job to you know make it so efficient for you how you get to and from work 
my job, your job is to be here, blah, 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 630. But mm-hmm. have, have we not illuminated also the issue of, you know, I hear this term, work-life balance Yes. And how we were able to weave more of our home life into our work life. Some uh-huh. people think that's healthy. Some people don't. What are your thoughts? My, well, I'll start out and say I think it's healthy. That's just my perspective. I think that uh, COVID, what, one thing that COVID, I think, has done is that it made us realize that we were not getting sufficient quality quality of life experiences with work, Right. So when you're you're at home, you're able to spend more time with your family. Right. You you, you know you're able to uh, redirect a lot of those funds that you were using for transportation. Yeah. To other things or save. I think that's that's one of the benefits. You know that saves them in fuel costs. Yeah. But I also think that there are advantages for companies too, right? Because now companies are are in a position where, when say if I live in a geographical area. And I exhausted the uh, talent pool in the area. What virtualization allows me to do is to expand that talent pool. Yes. So now I have people, now I'm not just working with people who live in a triangle where there may tend to be a focus on biotechnology and things of that nature. When I really need, uh, you know, uh, data engineers, Yeah. it allows me to reach out to California. It allows me to reach to Atlanta, at New York, DC area and recruit. So I think that that's another benefit. There are other benefits. I won't lay them out, the things that I think there are benefits, uh-huh. but that those are my thoughts about it. You know, those are the things that drive my excitement about the direction that we're going. You know, and the thing about it is, is that you talk, you you make a great point in terms of reaching your tentacles. Yeah. Because we do that here at Impacting Life 24-7. All of our staff is remote. And as yeah. long as I'm, as long as I am... I was going to say that live from uh, lead on me. I can't say that on the air. But as long <laughs> as I am the chief bottle washer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> as, long as, as long as I'm CL King, that's what we're going to do. Because guess what? We can still get done what we need to get done. Exactly. And, and we can save those must-be face-to-faces for yeah. team building, for mm-hmm. uh, getting together and fellowshipping exactly. and strengthening our bonds, not mm-hmm. just meeting to meet that's right because you know some of the, you know some of those meetings are are value less exactly right and so yeah. one of the other things that i saw in that article danny was mm-hmm. um it was a recent mckinsey study that estimated mm-hmm. that 29 percent of the work in the united states now listen mm-hmm. to that 29 percent of the work in the united states could be done remotely with no productivity loss I, I agree. I mean, and, and, and watch this. It says and an additional 10 percent could be done remotely if needed. Thirty five percent of the workers working from home in, in this May survey, plus the small share of full time remote workers even before the pandemic makes up a similar share to the upper estimate. So my my point is, is that in 2019, there was only four to six percent people working remotely. Yeah. And, and then we we did some analysis and saw, dog, you know, a third of what we're doing could be done remotely. A third is a big number. Yeah. And you, and you know, as well as I know, that Pareto analysis, yes. meaning that that 20 percent causes 80 percent of your benefit. Yes. So what we're saying when we look at it that way, 
And I mean, you know, the you know, we'd have to do the analysis, but if that if we get a 20% increase, that that 20% could be contributing to 80% of our productivity. Yeah. That's a big number. That's that's big. That's huge. Right. And and you and, know, go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. And one of and one of the reasons I think that that like I was as I was saying before, that's that's uh that's that's one instance where we we're not going to go backwards and we're not going to be able to put that that toothpaste back into the into the tube (laughs) it's going to it's i think it's here to stay uh it says that in the pre-pandemic period most remote work was done in business and professional occupations often Uh by college graduates now listen to this folks in may 2020 a survey 50 percent 57 percent of workers in management and professional occupations worked from home due to the pandemic but only seven percent of those in production and transportation, construction, et cetera, were able to work from home. Now, that's that's the, uh, what's the word? That's the scenario that we have faced since the beginning of time, that there is a what? A division of labor? There's a division of labor. And built into that progress that we see that happens at the cultural level, especially when, as we were mentioning before, once the... The automobile was created. Right. Wagon wheel uh, uh, industry went out of business. That's just one of the built in risks associated with progress and innovation. So companies should expect that. It's just that I think the thing that has shocked the system is that COVID exacerbated that, that trend. It forced us to become more innovative in order to maintain a reasonable level of productivity. So now there is, there is, there is going to be a re there's going to be an action, a reaction to that. And businesses are not going to all be able to make that transition, mm-hmm. at least not smoothly. Mm-hmm. So, so I think that once we, I think that, I think that the transition is happening right now. I think it's, I think we're slowly making a transition. Mm-hmm. I think businesses are slowly figuring out how to do it. I think that local local um, local communities are figuring out how to do it. And I think in the end, it's when it settles out, there's still that that equilibrium, that balance will be there. Yeah. You know, but we just have to uh, let it play out, run its course. Well, you know, they did a survey back in 2020. It was a June PWC survey that found this, Danny, watch this. Yeah. 83% of employees who could work from home would like to do so at least one day a week Yeah. after the pandemic. They said, yeah, yeah I, w- I would like to work from home at least one day a week. And then yeah. 32% of those uh, said they would like to work from a remotely full time. Now, yeah. now watch the employer side of this. Okay. Only 11% of the employers anticipated that a few of their workers would work remotely at least one day a week compared mm-hmm. to 36% before COVID-19. Now here's what I, here's, here's my point mm-hmm. is that, y- you know, when we talk about productivity, mm-hmm. it's, it's, it, and I know this, I know people go into business to make money. You know, we created impacting life 24 seven LLC to get filthy rich, Danny. To I mean, money, yeah. I just want to pile up the cash and then mm-hmm. give it all away. Mm-hmm. But here's the deal. Mm-hmm. I can see productivity rise when the culture in my workforce is healthy and strong. That's right. I agree with that. Right. 
And yes. so if I've got a mom, if I've got a staff or I've got a mom who's got a young child, instead of making her drive that hour to come into the office, then, yeah. right, or make yes. her making her burn up eight hours of leave because yeah. she's got an hour doctor's appointment. Mm-hmm. She could be work. She could work for me from from home till her appointment. Yes. Take a take an hour and a half leave, yeah. and then come back after her appointment's done and pick up where she left. That's right. You know what I'm saying. And I so agree. my point is is that employers have got to tap into the the forensics of how how working remotely those that want to how it's affecting their productivity as a whole. Mm-hmm. Right, the thinking about the whole life. Like, if I got to make you burn up eight hours because you have to be in the office, or I can save, I can save you seven hours, and all you got to do is take one and still be productive for me. I'm for that, Danny. Yeah, I agree. I agree, and I, and I think that I think that one of the things that's going to have to happen is that that at in the at the level of the academy in academia that. One of the things that that that's causing the apprehension is is knowing how to manage a virtual workforce, and I think that once the schools, the management schools, develop a, a philosophy around that, you know, a, 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 a an SOP around managing that, and that and cascade that throughout industry, that may that may only happen with the new generation, right? It may, mm. because the new generation, you think about millennials and Gen Z, they are, that that's the only world they know. That their is. world is, that world is much more virtual than say us Gen Xers. You know, we were there at the cusp of it, yeah. but they, they, they've lived it their entire lives. So that's all they know. And I think that as that, as this, as the current generation moves through and that new generation comes in, that, There'll be less. Um, there'll be the, the problems will will diminish. You know. Yeah, and and yeah. I I see exactly what you're saying. I was thinking, exactly. I was thinking about that today, Danny. That you and I, because you know we're like old heads now, right? We at the barber. Right, yeah. We're at yeah. the barbershop telling stories now, right? Yeah, yeah. We're telling yeah. stories. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> you, you know the um the reality for us is that we have been able to be a part of two amazing dispensations. That's right. Right. We got to be we got to be the folks that was mm-hmm. driving our eight our 77 Lincoln on the highway and needed to make a call and had yep. to pull over to the to the Phillips 76 yep. to use the phone booth, right? That's right. Use the phone booth. That's right. <laughs> but then and then we got to that's what I'm saying. We're we're like straddling the fence. But there yeah. but there is now a new generation that has yeah. no clue of what we're talking about with that mechanized no approach, right? That's right. And so that's, my 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 thought process is is that if I can increase your quality of life. Yes. If I can increase your quality of life and still increase the productivity that you present to me as an employer, I feel that that's a win-win situation. Now, let me ask you this. What We talked about this slightly. What do you okay. think would be some, some negatives or some disadvantages of a, of a robust uh, remote workforce? That, or maybe what, what would be the anticipated negatives? Okay, so anticipated negatives. So 
I think that, well, of course, there's two sides to this thing, right? Right. So there's the business side, and then there's the the employee side. Right. Of course, we've kind of we've kind of discussed some of the things that would happen for business. Is number one, you know, just making that trans that transition mm-hmm. to uh, incorporating a higher percentage of their uh, workforce into a uh, a remote role. I think that there's going to it's, it's going to be similar to forming a team, right? It's yeah. the forming, storming, norming, performing, right? Right. So. I think that we we're in the middle of that. I would say the latter part of that storming uh, yeah. phase, you know, we're still trying to figure that out. And, but, but not every business has the same problem. You know, some are positioned better, maybe because of the investments that they made prior to the trend to the pandemic. Maybe they, have the capacity to because they are not physical businesses they're more virtual businesses right. virtual businesses made the transition a lot easier than businesses that require that 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 necessitated people being face to face right so so i think that making that transition for the business side is 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 one of the risks and mitigating that we go it's probably going to be a top priority number on the flip and, and retaining their staff, because I think that now, especially with the younger people coming through, mm-hmm. is that they're accustomed to a certain lifestyle. Yeah, not necessarily. And we 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 look back, oh, old heads, we look back and say, oh, well, they just feel privileged and right. you know entitled. But no, it's we we it, it's it's progress. Yeah, it's it's like when I grew up, I grew up in a household, and maybe the, the standard income was here, and and I. And I didn't have access to certain resources. Right. Now we come through, the, maybe it's a little higher. So we're able to provide resources for our children. Right. Now they are going to see that as the norm. And they're going to reach for something bigger, something more, something that's providing a higher level of gratification. Yeah. So those are the things that we, that that's where I think we're going to be moving towards that. And those are the, those are the type of attitudes that are going to be dominating the workforce in 15 years, man. Boy, okay. I, yeah. Go ahead. Yeah. So now on the, on the other side, you know, as far as, you know, losses. Okay. Like we met, we were mentioning before say downtown areas that their infrastructure was there to support the influx of people coming in. Yeah. So those businesses are going to have to figure out another way to make money. Right. Okay. There are ways out there. I think, Sometimes it's going to be, hey, I need to raise my salary, but that's a that's a benefit because now you're giving people work a uh, livable wage, right? Okay, and that's that's that supply demand curve that we always hear about, right? You know, when the demand goes, the price the price goes high. So now, if you want people, the price of of getting a person there to run your business is going to be higher. Mm. Some people are going to probably integrate more automation. That's going to happen. It's yeah. inevitable. It's inevitable. So robot robots are going to be are here, and the and and over time, they're going to have a go play a larger role. I, I saw I saw those robots at that yeah. McDonald's that the prototype that they that's were right. using. Yeah, and uh, you know that that's a reality. Here's here's where I want to tie in because man, I only got four minutes left with the professor, y'all. This is just oh, not man. this is not fair. Okay, that time flies so fast. Wow. Greg says Greg says that some of the negatives would be employees cheating the system 
and taking shortcuts. Now let's just let's just deal with that first one because the system is what we're discussing. Yeah. Right? So yes. in other words, the system was that mechanized World War II era mentality of a workforce. Yeah. Yeah. Right. That that exactly that that industrial age right. mentality. Right. So so then so then here's the here's the deal. If mm-hmm. if my if my employee and I know this from being in an office from time to time at certain places, mm-hmm. yeah. I know that at at home my productivity is higher because I don't have those peripheral distractions at work. That's right. That right. Those That's peripheral distractions. We don't even count yeah. them. Somebody come up to your desk. You gonna go to the water cooler? Oh, you see Bob. Y'all gonna chat about this? The sports last night. And yeah. there, if you add up the cumulative wasted time. Yeah. Of those peripheral distractions. Yeah. yeah. You, you see what I'm saying? Yeah. But but here, man, I, I could probably crush out uh, in four hours mm-hmm. what I would do in eight hours because in eight hours I didn't went to lunch. I didn't took three or four breaks. I didn't, you know, yeah. went walked across the campus, et cetera, et cetera, yeah. et cetera. And yeah. so what we have to do is we have to say, okay, this system worked for this era. Yeah. But now when we talk about the system, there's a brand new system in which people are working in a different model. Exactly. Exactly. I, I agree with that. And it, you know, it goes back to that that non-value added time that we were talking about, right? Yeah. I, th- I think that the one reason I think the remote work is going to work is because it's kind of like they used to do those old studies. Uh, uh, in in industry where they will lower the lights, increase the lights, you know, do play music, turn music off, change the temperature, just to see how the workers responded to it. You know, what what incentivized them to be more productive? Yeah. I think that something similar similar to that is happening with remote workers. The productivity is going to rise because, because they have a pleasure, a pleasurable is that the right word? Yeah, a, hey, pleasure, what, a pleasurable what, environment. Right. They're an environment that makes that you know that keeps that dopamine flowing. Yeah. And that and that's what they want. Now there's a spectrum of people, and there's some people who are like those extroverts who need that interaction. Right. I think over time, if we if if the metaverse is any indication, I think that those people who need that stimulus are going to find it, but I think it has to be some hybrid between that virtual world and the real world. Maybe the virtual world is where you do the planning and the real world is where you meet people and and get that, that interaction. So I think that, I think that there's solutions to this thing. Yeah. And I love the word hybrid because that, see, because then when you talk about hybrid, that definitely covers kind of both thought processes. You know what I'm saying? Like, cause me, I am a I want to get together and hang out person. Yeah. And being a CEO, I want to I want to rub shoulders. <laughs> I want to rub CEOs. You, you know what I mean? I, <laughs> I want to rub shoulders with my people, yeah. with my friends, yeah. with my people, right? You. Yeah. Exactly. But then on the other side, I'm like, look, okay, we don't have to get together to discuss our strategy. Yeah, we can come on here on Zoom, get our strategy, yeah. and then execute it. 
And they execute it. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And uh, it, it does add a degree to treating people like adults. There's yeah. just there's just so much. We I, look, you hear the music, ladies and gentlemen. I kept, I kept I kept my promise, even though I could have talked to him for like three hours. Uh, Danny, we all definitely revisit this uh, topic. And All see, right. maybe as we go go along the post-COVID era, you know, yeah. how we truly are faring because the numbers indicate that people uh, appreciated the capacity to be able to work from home. Exactly. Yeah. Now, Greg said, <laughs> I should I should block his account. Greg, <laughs> Greg says, how about just working six hours a day and getting paid for eight hours a day would work for those of us that have to be in the office? So he says a compensatory, you know, some sort of compromise yeah. would be for those of us that have to have to be there, have to physically be there. That's not a bad idea, actually. Yeah. Or, or yeah. you know, or do, you know, some companies do four tens where, right. where you yeah. work 10 hours a day. And then mm-hmm. uh, I like the other things that we talk about when we talk about hybrid flex time. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, in other words, hey, long, long as you get your time in. You can mm-hmm. flex it. You know what I'm saying? If you got an appointment, exactly. you got an appointment in the morning. Well, then start your work. At, start to work at ten o'clock. Then just make up your. You know, flex the time. Uh, right. So I just feel like we can't just be so rigid in our ideology of what work looks like that we mm-hmm. don't that we don't see and capture the new opportunities. Exactly. Okay. I well, concur with that. Well, yes. I, I appreciate it, Danny. And this has been a very rapid, exciting time. Don't time go by fast, bro? It, it goes fast. Yeah. It very fast. Yeah. So time flies when you're having fun. So thank you, Danny. Yes. And uh, I hope right. that you have a good rest of the week. Continue moving. And uh, next time you have a moving project, just uh, call me. I'll, I'll, I'll call the I'll call the, uh, the team. Yeah, call the team. We'll yeah, come I'll call in. the team. We'll come in. Greg will be supervising. And we'll make Mike. We'll we'll make Mike do all the labor. <laughs> yeah, there you go. <laughs> we'll, yeah, we'll make we'll make Mike the foreman. Yeah, that's right, man. The hard hat. So yeah, anyway, the hard hat. <laughs> I, I appreciate you, Danny. Until next time, I hope that you have a great weekend, my brother. Thank you, sir. All Thank right, you, you take care, man. Thank you. Bye bye. So, ladies and gentlemen, that is it for us for this busy work week. <laughs> Greg says, "Cough, cough." Yeah, you know, Greg, you always gonna be somewhere supervising. <laughs> the labor force because greg says he's the gunny and uh he is the gunny so anyway what an interesting conversation that we had tonight concerning telework you know and if you've listened to this or you you're listening to it after uh type in the chat box replay or uh message us and let us know what you think about this subject and uh, we'd love to hear your comments okay that's it for me for this week Uh, i think we've got a meeting greg saturday with the folks in Kenya uh, looking at some opportunities for us to travel there potentially. So again, everything's potential and, and then we take potential and make it, we activate it. So continue to pray for us. We got our, uh, I won't try campaign coming up this fall. And it's really, really important to me. It is my project, our project for the year, uh, talking to schools about, not helping kids to not even try drugs not even try drugs all right so uh yeah thank you ladies and gentlemen thank you greg danny and on behalf of the entire impact life 24 7 staff we say god bless you and have a great weekend talk to you soon